Welcome to One Tired Teacher, episode 223, Efficiency in Education, Nine Topics for Saving Time by Merging Science and Reading Lessons. So today, we're going to have a further conversation about merging science and reading. Last week on One Tired Teacher, episode 222, we talked about killing two birds with one stone, but not really killing, but you know what I mean, like figuring out how to make the most use of our time and really nailing down those standards, but also having so much fun in science. So this week, we're going to take it a little step further. We're going to look at nine topics that we can use to cover those science standards and reading comprehension at the same time. Hope you stick around. Welcome to One Tired Teacher. And even though she may need a nap, this teacher is ready to wake up and speak her truth about the trials and treasures of teaching. Here she is, wide awake. Wait, she's not asleep right now, is she? She she is awake, right? Okay. From Trina Debery Teaching and Learning, your host, Trina Debery. Hey, so before we start the show, that this episode is being sponsored by my nonfiction science reading comprehension passages with questions and bonus science experiment. I have a bundle that contains nine different science topics, and I integrate science and reading informational text. Hey there, you science fellow science enthusiasts. Are you ready to take your second grade students on an epic journey, scientific journey? Yay! Introducing the Second Grade Science Year-Long Bundle. This incredible resource is jam-packed with nonfiction passages and bonus experiments that will ignite a passion for science in your little learners. Inside this bundle, you'll find a treasure trove of knowledge. I've carefully crafted nonfiction passages covering a wide range of science topics, all specifically designed for second graders. From animals and plants to weather to force in motion, your students will explore the wonders of our natural world with captivating texts. But wait! There's more. Each topic comes with bonus experiments that bring the concepts to life. Your students will become true scientists as they dive into interactive hands-on activities. These experiments foster critical thinking, problem solving, and a deep understanding of scientific principles. It's learning in action. This year-long bundle has got you covered from start to finish. Whether you're teaching life science, earth science, physical science, you'll find resources to support every unit. Yay! And the best part? It's all conveniently organized, making it a breeze to find the perfect lessons for any given topic. But don't just take my word for it. Listen to what fellow educators have to say. The second grade science year-long bundle has transformed my science lessons. These passages are engaging and experiments are a hit with my students. It's a complete game changer. That was Miss Rodriguez, a second grade teacher. I was searching for a comprehensive science resource and this bundle exceeded my expectations. The kids are so excited about science now. Mr. Thompson says that. Mrs. Johnson says... The bonus science experiments are fantastic. They bring science to life and keep my students engaged. I can't recommend this bundle enough. Mr. Davis says... 
So that's me. So I don't know why I just said that. So fellow science enthusiasts, why settle for ordinary when you can provide extraordinary science experiences? Get your hands on the second grade year-long bundle today and watch your students' curiosity soar. Second grade science year-long bundle where science comes alive in your classroom. You can find this at my shop on TPT, Trina Devery Teaching and Learning. And it's all under $20 for the whole entire year. So it's such a great deal. You're saving over 30% when you buy the bundle. I know you're going to love it. I hope that you will check it out. Now on with the show. Okay, are you tired of feeling like there aren't enough hours in the day to teach all the necessary subjects? Oh my goodness. Do you find yourself wishing you could merge science and reading lessons to save time? Well, my friend, you're in luck. In this episode or a blog post, if you're reading it, I tried to do, I'll tell you that in a second. We'll explore nine science science topics and science units that can be integrated into your reading curriculum to make your teaching more efficient while covering information informational text standards and the next generation science standards. So I tried to take the blog and merge it with the podcast because to be honest with you, there was no way I could do four episodes of one tired teacher and then four blog posts. It was just way too much. It was making me feel like I was crazy and I didn't have enough time to create resources for you. And it just, it was really feeling overwhelming. So I thought that I would try a different approach and that was to still provide a blog post for you with pictures and examples and things like that, but also provide the podcast episode so that if you are a multitasker, multitasker like myself, and you just don't have enough hours in the day to read a blog blog post, then you can listen while you are doing other things, while you're setting up your classroom, while you're grading papers, while you are responding to email, while you are doing all the things, all the things that you need to do. I thought it would be easier to listen. So I wanted to continue doing the podcast, but I wanted to bring you the best of both worlds. So hopefully you are enjoying one of those formats or another. All right, so gone are the days of frantically trying to cram in both science and reading instruction before the final bell rings. By merging these two subjects, you will save precious time and your students will benefit from a more comprehensive understanding of both areas by focusing on a specific science topic. So let's talk about the importance of efficiency in education. Oh my goodness, does that even go together? I feel like sometimes there is no such thing as efficiency in education. Doesn't it feel like that? Um, and that's where we have to kind of come in and figure it out and do it what do what we know we need to do. So efficiency is the key in any educational setting. Although we know it's the key, is it always the end result? Sometimes it doesn't feel like it. But it's it's really important, especially when teaching elementary students. It's no secret that children have shorter attention spans than adults. So it's essential to make the most of every minute in the classroom. And they feel like they have even shorter attention spans since the pandemic because they were spent two years out of the classroom. And for some reason, we're still feeling that those effects. We're feeling the effects of kids wanting to, you know, be on their devices, watching 
TikTok or watching YouTube or watching things that they probably shouldn't be watching. And we know they want to be gaming and doing all those kinds of things. And we it feels like we have to entertain them. And that's why I think that integrating science and reading can kind of be a game changer for both subjects. By combining these two subject, subject areas, elementary teachers can create a more immersive learning experience for their students. Science concepts become more tangible when presented through literature, while reading comprehension skills are strengthened when tied to scientific themes. Ah, that makes it so much more efficient. Plus, this approach helps save time by allowing teachers to cover multiple topics simultaneously. Just like last week, killing two birds with one stone, not literally, of course. If you want to hear more about that, you can, the whole two birds and one stone idea, you can check out episode 222, Two Birds, One Stone, Integrating Science into Your Reading Block. You can find that on my website, trinadebreteachingandlearning.com. It is under One Tire Teacher. In short, integrating science and reading in the elementary classroom is a win-win situation. Students get more engaged with their lessons and ultimately retain more information in both topics, both subjects. All right, let's look at topic one and two, an introduction to science and engineering. This is one of my favorite ways to actually start the year, and it's introducing them to the idea of science and the idea of engineering and how these two disciplines are actually two separate things, but they work so well together. So welcome to the wonderful world of science and engineering. Students are never too young for these subjects, but believe me, even the tiniest particles are excited to be studied by curious young minds. So it's time to start exploring. You can do this in small groups. You can do this in your science classroom. You can do this in a whole class, but kids will learn about everything from plants and animals to rocks and force and motion. Students will use their senses to observe, ask questions to investigate, gather data to draw conclusions, but don't worry if they still need to learn all the answers. That makes science fun. It's a journey of discovery where where every question leads us to closer understanding of how things work. Engineering is also essential in science, too, because it helps students design solutions for real-world problems, explore how engineers use creativity and critical thinking skills to build things like bridges, houses, or even toys, or even games. Now we're back to gaming. That's another thing that they can do in an engineer type of thinking or an engineering design process. This intro topic is the perfect way to integrate the next generation science standards and reading into your second grade classroom. It's also a great time to be a science teacher because kids love science. You can grab these helpful um, passages. I have an introduction to science and I'm going to give this to you for free. So I'm going to give you this for free. You can grab this at, let's see, I'm going to drop the link in the show notes, but I do have an easier way to tell you how to grab it. And I am looking it up right this second. And for some reason, I am not finding it. Let's see. It is the practice of science. Ah, okay. You go to trinadebreteachingandlearning.com forward slash science freebie. It's that easy, science freebie. And then you can grab that one for free. And then you can also do an introduction to engineering, which is only a dollar. It's only a dollar on my store on TPT. So you can grab that too. So you have both of those that will take you through the first two weeks at least of science. And that will be a great way to introduce science and engineering. Let's move on to topic number three, 
using real life examples to teach both subjects with forms of energy. As science teachers, we know that teaching science content is crucial for our students' development. But did you know that incorporating literacy skills into your lesson plans or your lessons can significantly impact their learning? That's right. Using real-life examples of different forms of energy, we can teach reading and science in the elementary classroom. Let's take a look at some examples. When discussing potential energy, we can introduce a concept by showing how a roller coaster stores potential energy at its highest point before releasing it to kinetic energy as it speeds down the track. This teaches scientific concepts and engages students in reading comprehension as they follow along with the narrative. Now, we don't really get super into kinetic energy and potential energy when we're looking at forms of energy in second grade. That is definitely more of a fourth grade standard. But we do look at forms of energy in second grade. And we do look at like solar energy. And we look at things like that, which is really fascinating. If you need help integrating forms of energy, I do have forms of energy passages, questions, and um, bonus experiment inside of my forms of energy packet on TPT. I have dropped that link in the show notes. You can grab that or you can head on over to TPT and search it, Forms of Energy, in my shop and you will find it. I do have it in print and digital, so hopefully that helps. It's also part of my bundle, which was which is sponsoring the show, so you can always grab that too and it's included in the bundle. All right, let's look at topic number four, integrating or incorporating interactive technology for engaging learning with states of matter. Are you tired of the same boring science lessons about states of matter? Do your students seem less than thrilled to learn about solids, liquids, and gases? Well, fear not, my fellow educators, because incorporating interactive technology is here to save the day. Gone are the days of reading dry informational texts and watching stale videos. With interactive technology, students can actively engage with content with content area material. Imagine your class using virtual reality goggles to explore the properties of different states of matter or simulating a chemical reaction on an iPad. The possibilities for engaging learning experiences are endless. But wait, there's more. Not only does incorporating interactive technology make learning fun and exciting for students, but it also allows teachers to track student progress and tailor their instruction accordingly. Plus, let's be honest, who doesn't love showing how off some cool tech gadgets in class? <laughs> Another fun way of interacting, techno interacting technology or integrating technology is using states of matter on Google Slides. I have a Google Slides version of states of matter. I have a Google Slides of all of my um, science topics, but the states of matter one includes a matter sort. So they are actually dragging and dropping on screen with the Google Slides. So it's pretty cool. You can grab that in my shop as well. It's it states a matter with digital, um, with the, the digital component. You can grab grab that. Also, I have another fun way of incorporating ELA and states of matter, and that is with a Christmas theme or with a Halloween theme. I, there's informational text in both of these units, and then it's also lots of acti hands-on activities. Um, focusing on states of matter. It's so fun. I love, I used to do the Christmas one with my students. We had the, a, the best time doing it. I did make a Halloween version because I thought Halloween was perfect with that, with the dry ice, with the smoke and with the uh, gooey eyeballs and slime and things like that. So I do have a um, Halloween one as well, if you are interested in that. 
Topic number five, encouraging collaborative learning for time-saving discussions with force and motion. Ah, force and motion, such a fun one to teach. Collaborative learning is a great way to encourage your students to work together and share their knowledge. By grouping them in pairs or small groups based on their grade levels, you can create an environment where they feel comfortable asking questions and sharing their ideas. Not only will this save time during discussions, but it will also help build communication skills necessary for future success. Another helpful tool for collaborative learning is science notebooks. These notebooks allow students to record their observations, questions, hypotheses, experiments, and conclusions. One science topic that kids love to discuss and investigate are pushes and pulls or force and motion. Use forces and motion passages and questions for a great discussion in science and literacy instruction. So I do have a force in motion packet that you can also grab on TPT. That is one of my best sellers and kids love it. It's fun and the experiment is fun as well. All right, topic number six, integrating cross-curricular projects for efficient use of class time with rocks and soil. As teachers, we're constantly on the lookout for ways to make the most of our limited classroom time. And what better way to do so than by incorporating cross-curricular projects into our lesson plans? Take rocks and soil, for example. They can be used to teach science concepts and provide ample opportunities for English language arts integration. One idea for integrating literacy instruction into science is to have students create science journals to document their observations and findings about different rocks and soil. This project allows them to practice their scientific writing skills and a chance to showcase their creativity through illustrations and diagrams. And if you really want to amp up the language arts component, consider having students write short stories or poetry inspired by the rocks and soil they've studied. How fun is that? A rocks a rock story, or even a rock poem. So cool. Another option is to use rocks and soil as a springboard for language arts activities, such as descriptive writing or persuasive speeches. Like maybe you even want to persuade them to, you know, to be a rock collector or a rock. My kids love collecting rocks. I had quite the rock collection and it was such a fun thing to pull out for our rocks and, and soil unit. And the kids absolutely loved it. So it's, and they love to collect rocks. Once they start getting on a, the, the, um, the, that get that in their head about collecting rocks, they will collect rocks from everywhere. It gets to be quite the, quite the, um, the journey. But if you need a jumping off point for student learning, grab my rocks and soil reading comprehension passages and questions with bonus science experiment. You can find this in my shop on TPT. This resource is an excellent way for second grade students to learn content knowledge and to provide strong prior knowledge for the hands-on portion of science class. Topic number seven, weather and climate. Teaching weather with a class discussion can be a fun way to teach weather and climate. With some disciplinary literacy and best practices, your students soon will be able to distinguish between a cumulus cloud and a cirrus cloud. Is that how you say it? I always get those messed up and I always get those confused. So right now in my head, I don't even have them purposely done. But I do talk about this inside my weather packet with comprehension questions and passages and um, a bonus experiment where they're actually doing a lot of weather watching. It's less of an experiment, more of an um, observational type of activity, but it's really fun. First things first, it's vital to incorporate interdisciplinary connections. 
For example, pairing science lessons with reading comprehension exercises allow students to build upon their knowledge of weather patterns while improving their language skills. This is where what we call disciplinary literacy, using educational content to develop students' reading, writing, speaking, and listening abilities. I think it's really fun to practice being weather or meteorologists here and using iMovie or using some kind of video thing in your classroom, integrating technology and allowing them to speak to the weather. I think that is such a fun um, activity to do with kids. They could also even create a podcast episode. I think that would be really fun. So next up, best practices. You should rely on something other than textbooks or videos to teach these concepts. Instead, try implementing hands-on activities such as creating homemade barometers or studying the water cycle through experiments. Incorporating technology such as interactive maps and virtual field trips can also help bring weather and climate alive for your students. So fun. I also, like I said, have a weather packet. You can grab that. It's about about um, it's a comprehension passage and questions with bonus experiment. I also have a all about severe weather reader that's in my shop on TPT. And that's really fun as well. It's learning all about severe weather, like thunderstorms and um, tornadoes and hurricanes and things like that. Hurricanes are a big thing in Florida where I'm from. So kids are always fascinated by that type of severe weather. So just something to think about. Topic number eight, habitats and biomes. In today's fast-paced educational landscape, finding ways to save time and enhance learning efficiency is crucial. By merging science and reading lessons, educators can maximize their teaching efforts. One compelling topic for connecting these subjects is teaching habitats and biomes to second graders. Here are three compelling reasons why this topic deserves a place in your curriculum. Number one, it's a holistic learning experience. Teaching habitats and biomes provides a holistic learning experience that integrates multiple subjects, such as science and reading. By combining these lessons, students develop a comprehensive understanding of ecological concepts while simultaneously honing their reading skills. They can explore different habitats, read books and articles about various biomes, and engage in discussions and activities that reinforce both scientific knowledge and reading comprehension. This interdisciplinary approach saves time and promotes a deeper understanding of the subject matter. The second reason why we should consider biomes and habitats is fostering environmental awareness. Introducing habitats and biomes to second graders instills a sense of environmental awareness from an early age. By learning about different habitats, students begin to comprehend the delicate balance of ecosystems and the importance of preserving them. Reading materials focusing on conservation and environmental protection further deepens their understanding of their role as planet protectors. Through this integrated approach, children learn about habitats and biomes and develop a sense of responsibility toward the natural world around them. And then the third reason is language development and vocabulary expansion. Teaching habitats and biomes provide an excellent opportunities to enhance language development and expand students' vocabulary. As students engage in reading materials related to habitats, biomes, and the organisms that inhabit them, students encounter new words and phrases specific to these topics. This exposure to specialized vocabulary enriches their language skills, it improves their reading comprehension, and expands their communication ability. 
Educators can optimize language learning outcomes by merging science and reading lessons while covering essential scientific concepts, as well as informational text standards. I can give you a jumping off part for this as well with my habitat and biome um, reading packet. It's complex text explicitly written for second grade in a unique way. You can read, you can check this out. It's my comprehension passages and questions with bonus experiment to teach informational text standards with the integration of science. You can find this in my shop um, on habitats and biomes on TPT. I also have a research activity on habitats that you might want to check out where kids are doing research on on I think it's seven different habitats, it might be six, six different habitats. And it is um, also in my shop. And then last but not least, topic number nine, streamlining assessment methods for quick and effective feedback with life cycles. As elementary school teachers, we know assessments are an inevitable part of our job. But let's face it, grading papers can be a real drag. That's why we must streamline our assessment methods for quick and effective feedback with life cycles in mind. Gone are the days of endless stacks of graded papers cluttering your desk. Using standards-based assessments with resources allows you to focus on specific learning objectives and quickly determine if your students have met them. These evaluations provide clear and concise feedback to students and parents about their progress. Science readers or science passages with questions are a great way to use instructional time and allow you to determine understanding with things like the main idea or how concepts connect while teaching a student's essential topics like life cycles. Utilizing the reading block gives students opportunities to embrace science topics, and then later in the day, students can participate in inquiry-based science instruction with hands-on activities. But wait, there's more. Incorporating life cycle themes into your assessments can make learning even more engaging for your little ones. From studying the different stages of a butterfly or a frog to exploring the growth process of a plant, incorporating real life examples helps students connect with the material on a deeper level. So you can grab my life cycles reading comprehension passages and questions with a bonus experiment on TPT. I also have all of those together in the bundle that's sponsoring the show, as I had mentioned earlier. I also have some related um, podcast episodes on integrating science and reading. You can find that at episode 221. Actually, it's 222. I messed up. It's 222, Two Birds, One Stone, Integrating Science into Your Reading Block. It's episode 209, It's Never Too Late, 11 Strategies to Get Students Excited About Science. Episode 201, How to Incorporate Christmas into Your Science Lesson, A Look Back. That's one of my favorites. Episode 195, Five Easy Ways to Integrate Art and Science into Your Reading Block. All right, let's wrap this up, my friend. The power of merging science and reading lessons for efficient teaching. In conclusion, merging science and reading lessons can provide second graders with an efficient and engaging teaching experience. Not only does it promote critical thinking skills and scientific inquiry, but it also enhances literacy skills such as comprehension and vocabulary development. Teachers can create a fun and memorable learning environment that encourages curiosity and exploration by incorporating hands-on experiments and real-world applications. 
So let's ditch the separate silos of science and reading instruction and embrace the power of integration. And as I mentioned earlier, you can grab my second grade science year-long mega bundle, nonfiction passages and bonus experiments on TPT. I also have dropped it in the show notes so you can find it really easily. Who knows what discoveries our students will make when we combine the forces of science and literature. This one tired teacher is ready for a little, I'll say a little snooze this time. I'm getting to the point where I need a longer snooze, but I'll take a little snooze. Until next time, sweet dreams and sleep tight. (laughs) 